Okay? So, we gonna get straight into it, okay? So, I, before we start, this is for decoration. I'm not using this, okay? I'm on the... Don't we love this? But I, I'm using my electronics today, okay? So, the title of today's podcast is My Man, My Man, My... Wait. Is he my man? Uh-huh, yeah, on Valentine's Day. I know, I know. You looking like, what's she gonna say? Yeah, on Valentine's Day, okay? And this is going to be qualities and actions that your Boaz should have, okay? And I know, and I'm in the book of Ruth. I'm in the book of Ruth, and I know, you know, a lot of people in this story is very famous because we've seen on social media and we've seen on TikTok and we've seen all these other places where they're always talking about our Boazes and lazy asses and lay all this other type of stuff, okay? So I'm going to give you straight Bible. Well, not this one because this is for decoration. I'm going to give you straight Bible on the qualities and actions of your Boaz, okay? Qualities and actions of your Boaz. So, let's go ahead and get into it, okay? So, let's go ahead and say like a, a, a two-lit quick prayer. Lord, let your will be done in your son Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, let's get into it. So, just to give you a little background on what the story is talking about and what we have going on, okay? Ruth, well, Naomi. Let's start with Naomi. Naomi, homegirl. She had a husband, two sons. She moved. She moved off, okay? And when she moved off, her husband and her two sons, they got, well, her two sons, they got married to these women, these Moabite women, that's what they're called. So, when they get married, next thing you know, some famine comes, some stuff happens, some hard down stuff. Next thing you know, her sons die. I know, both of them. And guess what her husband did too? Yes, good book, good read. Good read. Okay, so after her son, her sons die and her husband die, we go. They go straight into telling us about how Naomi now has to transition to back to the place where she come from. She has to go back to a place that she did not want to go. So, um, so that's and that's just to give you a quick rundown of what the story is about so to continue that after she has to come back home right in the fourth in the first chapter it talks about how she had came back and she's telling her um now uh daughter-in-laws that she's gonna go i'm gonna do i'm gonna go back home y'all go back to your to your mom and your daddy house or you know go find your new husband do all this other stuff because i'm too old for that i'm just gonna go i'm gonna go sit down somewhere and in the midst of this happening, Ruth, which is our main character here, she wants to stay with Naomi. She tells Naomi, hey, I, I, I'm not going nowhere. May God strike me down. And I'm paraphrasing. May God strike me down if I leave you, lady. Okay, she understood who her purpose partners were. But we, we, we going to get into that. We going to get into that. So that's the first chapter. She just go on talk, talking about how, you know, she really wanted to stay. She really didn't want to leave, whatever the case may be. Then Naomi gets back to her hometown, and she's kind of, she kind of salty. She, 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 she kind of salty about the situation because she don't want to be back. So she tell everybody, she say, hey, look, don't even call me Naomi. Call me Biddle, period. Call me Myra. That's what she say in the Bible. And they happy to see her and everything else. But as they get there, when they get there, 
they 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 already they it, it already begins okay so the so just to give you a little context ruth well naomi is coming back to her hometown ruth is staying with her now they're here now they're here now they're here okay so my first and best point well all of them best points okay all of them are really good points so the first point all right the first point is and this is so good this is so good his reputation precedes him yes his reputation precedes him right so it's coming straight in chapter two is coming straight in with it right so if we go to Ruth chapter 2, verse 1, it says, Now there was a wealthy and influential man in Bethlehem named Boaz, who was a relative to Naomi's husband, Elimelech. So y'all, y'all, y'all get it. They say the man had a little money, and he was he was in, he was he was influencer. He was an you know influential man. So this right here tells you that if they introducing him this way, everything about him, everything about him was who 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 it say he was. Because that's how they strictly come out and announce him. They don't just say, oh, he Boaz, the dude up the street. Oh, he Boaz, the dude that work at. Yeah, no. It says there was a wealthy, influential man. You know how much, you know how much it takes for you to be influential? Like, do you know how much it takes to do that? So, that is so important that he has that quality, right? All right, so let's move. We're going into the next one, okay? He is a nice man. He's a nice man, okay? And we're still in chapter 2 because it says in, in verse 4. So, if we go down to verse 4, while, there, while she was there, Boaz arrived from Bethlehem and greeted harvesters. The Lord be with you, he said. And the harvesters said, Lord, the Lord bless you. So that let me know, like, okay, them his harvesters. He got enough money. He Them his workers. And he come in like, hey, God bless y'all. God bless y'all, good men. And they like, no, God bless you. He's nice. He's not an a-hole. You know, sometimes we found these people or we find these get these men they come in they think because they got a little shams that they can tell you what to do that that you just gotta bow down when they say bow down no you gotta be nice be nice to me talk to me right you know and that's a good quality to have in a man right because right here so far in in, in roof two just to give you a little context they just introducing who boaz is and talks about how Naomi is already really ready to go out there and work in his field. She's ready to get out there. She's ready to work. She's ready to make some money for her and Naomi now that they're coming into a new town. So this is very important, right? That now we get context that he's a nice man to his other harvesters before he even gets to meet Ruth, right? Oh, this is so good, y'all. This is so good. So moving on to the next point, right? He gives provision. He gives provision. Yes, he gives provision. So, this is in Ruth chapter 2, verses 5 through 9. Let's read. Let's read it. Let's read it. Okay? I ain't using this. Okay. So, then Boaz asked his foreman, who is the young woman over there? He asked him about her. Who she is? Who, who the girl in the red? Hey, girl in the red, 
shirt. I'm just playing. I'm just mute. I don't like this. Who is that young woman over there? Who does she belong to? The foreman replied, she is a young woman from Moab who came back with Naomi. She asked me this morning if she could gather behind the harvesters. She has been hard work ever since, except for a few minutes rest and shelter. Okay? Then it says, Boaz went over and said to Ruth, listen, my daughter, stay right here with us. When you gather grains, don't go to any other fields. He said, baby, listen, don't go nowhere else. Stay right here. Stay right behind young women working in the field. Verse 9. See which part of the field they're harvesting and then follow them. I have young, I have warned young men not to treat you roughly. Don't treat her any kind of old way because she that girl. And when you're thirsty, help yourself to water. Help yourself to water. I'm give you a little break too. Ain't that good? Don't we just love a man like that? Ooh, I know it. Right? So he gives provision. In here, in this, in this small amount, um, in verses five through nine, this is him telling her, Hey, I have it all for you. I have it all worked out for you. Stay right here, work here, do this, follow them, follow that. Don't we always want a man or we always want a husband or we always want somebody there that can that we're able to trust and be accountable and already have things set out for us to follow. Right? We want somebody that's gonna lead us, not somebody who 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 Gonna lead us into a, a, a dark tunnel, a hole, a pit. No, right? Lead me somewhere. He telling this lady, since you want to come work, I see what you're doing. I see what you got going on. This after he asked about it, though, because he's like, who, who old girl is? I, I, I just have to know who she is. Which leads me into my next point is that he protects you. He protects you. Like, everybody, everybody that has a boyfriend, everybody has a husband, everybody got a sneaky link. Anybody got, uh, well, I don't know about sneaking leave. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it's really, it's really, really good, right? Because we want a man to protect us. We want a man to say, hey, I got you. Don't worry about it. We don't have to go nowhere. You don't, you don't have to do nothing. When you with me, you're safe. We're good, right? And the last thing that he says in verse 9 is, I have warned the young men not to treat you roughly. Don't treat her any kind of way. He going to handle that. <laughs> no, we love that. Okay. So he protects you, right? Okay. So now we know that he's telling he's telling Ruth, hey, you know, I understand that you want to work. I, I'm finna tell you what to do. That's good, right? So our next one is he already knows you. Y'all, this is so good, right? Because I know. He already knows you because God is in the midst. Like, he knows you because God is in the midst. Anytime God is in the midst of any type of situation, they know. Like, even if they don't, even if they don't know who you are as a person, like I don't know, you know, she's five foot two and, and she has long black hair with the red lip and the Yeah, alright. So even if I don't know exactly what she looks like, I know who she is because when I get to her, the Lord will let me know because I'm, 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 I'm God led, right? We want a man that's God led that when he get here, it, it don't take much. It don't take much for you to know me, right? So I'm going to give you some scripture, right? Because you're looking for the scripture, right? I'm going to give you the scripture. The scripture is Ruth 2 and 11. So we go to verse 11. It said, yes, I know. Right? And this is 
know, follow follow my workers. We're going to get you. Don't don't treat her in the kind of way. All that. Yeah. After that. After that part. He, he comes up to her and, and she she she, t- she tell him thank you pretty much and what have I done because I'm only a foreigner. She just got here. I don't know you like that. Why are you being nice to me? Right? And basically he said, yeah, I know you already. But I also know, this is what it says, but I also know about everything you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband. I have heard how you left your father and your mother in your own land to live here among complete strangers. If I can pull my fat out, right? Cause this, cause this is so good because he already knew who she was, and I like to think about it. I, I ain't too deep. Well, I am, you know, but I don't like to get too deep in certain scriptures like this because you, you really don't see when he asked the man, "Who is she?" He really only told her, "Hey, she came out here to work." But when he got there, that mean he went in. That mean somebody had to tell him. He went into deep detail. He wanted to know who she was. How she get here? Who she came with? How she we men like that? They they will do that for you, and because God is in the midst, it's not hard for them to do that. So when He gets to her, He like, listen, I already know why you here. I already know why you here, which leads me to my next point. He prays for you, cause the next thing He did was pray for her. He prays for you, cause the next thing He did was pray for her. Right? Want to see some scripture? Let's go to it. Not here. So, the scripture is 12, Ruth 2 and 12. It says, May the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge, reward you fully for what you have done. May God bless you for what you've done. So, you you praying for me? Right? Oh, you're praying for me? That's so important. That's so important because it's and it's and it's more than you know we're being comical, but it's more than a joke when you have somebody that's actually praying for you, like a man that's actually intentional about you. He's asking God about you. He's asking God to protect you. He's asking God on on his on his behalf, well on your behalf for you to be okay, to be blessed, right? Right. So the next point is. Oh, y'all, and this is my favorite one. This is my personal favorite. Do you know what? Let's let's read the scripture first. Let's we we gonna get a little we gonna get a little out of order on this one right here. Let's read the scripture first, and then I'm gonna come back and tell you what the point is. Okay, so this one is Ruth four verse fourteen, right? So this is after, you know, he tell her, hey, may, may the Lord bless you, whatever. She basically tell him, thank you. You so sweet. You that dude. That was she say. You so sweet. You that dude. Yeah, that was she said. So verse 14 said, at mealtime, Boaz called to her. Come over here and help yourself to some food. And you can dip your bread in sour wine. So she sat with his harvesters. Boaz gave her roasted grains to eat. She ate all she wanted and still had some left over. This man feeds you. He feeds you. This man feeds you. Yeah. Right? Right? Look at him. If you sit if you sit next to your boyfriend right now, right? If you if you looking 
bring you back something anyway. <laughs> He's supposed to bring you back something anyway. You don't just go there and don't leave me. Don't don't bring me nothing back. What? You know I'm going to want a piece of yours. You know I'm going to want to take a little piece and eat off your plate. Why you? He feeds you, ladies. He feeds you, right? He feeds you. He supports you, right? It's, it's comical, but he supports you. He he makes sure you're good. He makes sure, hey, are you okay? Where your mental space at? How you doing? Is everything good with you? We need to talk about something. Are we on the same level? Are we on the same page? Let's have some check-ins, something like that. That's that's so important. He feeds you, and he supports you. He makes sure you're good. He makes sure you got your strength together, okay? So, going into my next point, he covers you without you even knowing. He covers you without you even knowing. Okay, so let me give you some scripture. And it is Ruth 2, verses 15 through 16. Let's read it. Okay, when Ruth went back to work again, Boaz ordered his young men, let her gather grain right among the sheaves without stopping her, and pulled out some heads of barley from the bundle and dropped them on purpose for her. Let her pick them up and don't give her a hard time. They said don't give her a hard time with an exclamation point. That means he said that with some with some with some power. That's what he said. Right? But I find I find this particular um I find this particular verse very, very good because he waited till she left to give orders to his young men on how they wanted to do these things. He waited until she was escorted away because some stuff don't need to be handled in front of you, right? Because I got you. Because I got you. You don't have to worry about anything, right? Which leads me smoothly into my next point. He makes your work slash life feel easy. He makes your life feel easy. He makes it easier for you to be able to do certain things and go certain places and follow your dreams and, and tell them what you want and go back to school and all this other stuff. He, he, he actually makes your life feel easy because he got it. We got it, right? He tells, he tells his men right after she leaves, he say, look, drop something on purpose. Drop something on purpose. Just, just you know, she ain't even got to know all that. Just drop something so she can have more than what she even bargained for, Right? And this is so good, y'all. This is so important. This is so important. All right. So, right? So we're moving on to chapter three. Moving on to chapter three. Chapter three. Chapter three. Chapter three. Okay. And in chapter three, y'all, these good. These good right here. These He's good right here. He's got me dancing. So, the first point in chapter three is he is proud of you and he shows you off. He is proud of you and he shows you off. First of all, who don't want that? We 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 love being somebody on candy, right? No, we don't want to be more than that too. But you know, we love our love our men giving us compliments. We love them showing us that we want that we're the ones that they want. Like we we love to see this type of thing, right? So I'm gonna give you some scripture. Ruth three verses ten through eleven. It says, "The Lord bless you, my daughter." Okay, sorry. 
let's backtrack it. Let me let me give you some context because I ain't tell y'all what's going on. I'm I'm so excited about the points. I ain't tell y'all what's going on. That that should make you go read it for yourself. Disclaimer right here in the middle of the episode. Everything that I'm saying, every single thing that I'm saying is coming out of this good Bible. The NLT version, we in the book of Ruth. Please go read these for yourself. Cause it's really so good. Y'all, and it's just four chapters. You can read four chapters. I promise you, it's gonna take you all of 20 minutes to read this, to read all of this. Go read the book. Go read it. Thank you. So to give you a little context on um chapter three. This is the time after Ruth's work and she's met Boaz and she's done all of this. Naomi come up to her and say, listen, girl, I, I, I need you. We, we, it's time for you to get a man. It's time for you to get a husband. It's time for you to have, get somebody to provide for you. We ready. We, 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 we get the ball rolling. We get the ball rolling. It's, 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 it's time. It's, it's, it's really time. <laughs> For you to get out of my face and find you somebody else. <laughs> That's how I felt like Naomi was. It's time for you to. It's time for you to move on. It's time. It's time. It's time. Okay. So now she tells Naomi, "Hey, little girl, put put that stuff on. Put it on. Put it on. Right. Put it on. Put your dress on. Put your perfume on. Go out there to the threshing floor." Well, Boaz, he gonna be he gonna be out there. He's gonna be a little tipsy, and he gonna go to bed. And when you go out there, drop to his feet, drop to his feet, and tell him what it is that you want. Tell him he the next of kin. He's the redeemer of your family. This you're available. Tell him the you know what I mean. Let him let it be known that this is the next thing that you want to do. And Ruth follow her instructions. She goes out and she tell him like, hey, you know, she goes out. She tell him, hey, um. This is, this is, you know, this is what I, what I got going on. You, my next family redeemer, cover me, basically. She's just telling him to cover her. And he comes right here with this scripture. We, we going back to, he is proud of you and he shows you off. And we go back to Ruth 3, verses 10 through 11. And he says, the Lord bless you, my daughter, Boaz explained. You are showing even more family loyalty now than you did before. For you have not gone after a younger man, rich or poor. Now, don't worry about a thing, my daughter. I will do what is necessary for anyone in the town to know you're a virtuous woman. I'm going to read that again. I'm going to read it again. Just, just that last little part so y'all can see. Now, daughter, don't worry about a thing. I'm paraphrasing. I will do what is necessary for everyone in the town to know you're a virtuous woman. I will do whatever it is necessary so the town will know that you're a virtuous woman. Keep letting it be known. I like you. You are kind. You are smart. You are <laughs> you are beautiful. <laughs> he letting it be known that this is what it is. Like coming straight out and telling you that this is what it is, right? And this is so important because, again, we always want to feel like we, we the only girl in the world to him, right? So this is so important. This is so important. Okay, next point. He does things in order. He's an honest man. He does things in order and he's an honest man. So to give you a little context on what we're going on, after he tells her, hey, 
you know, I'm gonna let the town know you're a virtuous woman. He also let her know that this is that this is not um that this this is not just what you think it is. It's not as easy as what you think it is. There's someone more closely related to you than I am, right? Because it was a custom in those times that if your husband were to die, the the next kin, the next person closest to you, your cousin, brother, whoever. That's who you're now married to to kind of keep everything in the family, okay? So he tells her, hey, listen, I understand you want me to cover you, and I'm going to make sure the whole town know that you're beautiful and you're a virtuous woman, okay? But it's somebody that's a little bit closer to you than I am. But surely, it's, wait a minute, because I don't want to give you out of scripture for it's time to give it to you. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. And okay, so uh, chapter three, verse twelve, it says, But while there is while that is true that I am one of your family redeemers, there's another man more closely related to you than I am. So I guess I gave y'all that literally. That's all it is. He's telling her, Hey, eh, I appreciate you that you want me like that. But it's somebody else. And he tells her, like, he basically tells her. And I have to put this in my next point. It goes into he's a man of his word because he tells her in, in 13, stay here tonight. And in the morning, I will talk to him. If he is willing to redeem you, very well. Let him marry you. But if he is not willing, then it's surely as the Lord lives. Oh, God, bro. That's what he say. Oh, God, bro. I will redeem you myself. Now lie down here until the morning. And there's a little bonus to that. Don't, don't. Just because he say you can go spend the night, that don't mean you gotta. All right. All right. Y'all know where I'm going with that. But that, that's for another tip. That's for another tip. Go to the next episode, okay? Go to the next episode. So, he does things in order and he's an honest man because he could have just said, hey, let's do it. We can do it right here. We can just Netflix and chill. I mean, we just chilling. I mean, we ain't even gotta woo 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 and this and this and that. We, it's, no. He says, if he will need to, if he wants to marry you, let him marry you. But if he don't, on God, bro, I'm gonna redeem you myself. Okay, so he's a man of his word. He's a man of his word because we obviously know that this story is gonna end up the way it ended up with him marrying her, which leads us into the next chapter. Right? We're in chapter four. After this, after she lay there, he sent her home with some shams. He sent her home with a little ball, and he sent her back empty-handed. She go back and she tell Naomi, hey, look what he just did, girl. Let me tell you what he did. This tea. Okay, this tea. And then we go into chapter four, right? And it's titled Boaz Marries Ruth. If that don't tell you right there that that's a man of his word, I'm just saying. And that's the most important part and my personal favorite, actually. So in chapter four, our next point, just to give you a little context, after she goes out and she tells him, hey, I'm available. He say, hey, somebody else in line, but on God, bruh, I'm going to marry you. She tells Naomi, look, he ain't send me empty-handed, girl. They go back. He say, She say, look, daughter, just be patient until we, uh, that man won't rest until he settle things today. So, chapter four, it goes into just how Boaz went out and kind of handled the business. He went in those times. You had to be around people and you had to come in in front of leaders and witnesses 
to actually redeem somebody's property or redeem somebody's things. So he has to be there with the man who's next in line to marry Ruth. And he asks her, like, look, I, 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 I got these people. I got this girl. She top notch. She all that. She fine. She got the 30-inch bust down. Like, she, she, she all that to me. Like, she's, she's everything to me. Okay? So then... He come in and he's like, hey, he run it down to him. This is what you got going on. Okay, so before I mess around and get you out of scripture beforehand, he thinks about the future. He thinks about the future. He thinks about the future, right? So Ruth 4, verses 9 through 10, let's read it. Let's... Okay? Then Boaz said to the elders and to the crowd standing around, you are witnesses today that I have bought from Naomi all the property of Elimelech because the man basically told her that um, the man the the first in line redeemer basically told Boaz that he won't be able to do it. He, he's not going to be able to marry the girl. We, we just don't do foreigners. She not from around here. I don't know where she from. I don't know what she got going on. But see that's how God work. Because just like the first redeemer could have was saying, hey, she she ain't from around here. I don't really know her like that. I don't really know that that's gonna mess up my reputation. This man comes in and, and grabs you full on, full forced. Okay. So when he gets here, in verse 9, he says, Then Boaz says to the elders and to the crowd standing around, You are witnesses that today that I have bought from Naomi all the property of Elimelech, Killian Mylon. And I hope I'm saying this right. If not, so what? Okay. And with the land, I have acquired Ruth, the Moabite widow of Milan, to be my wife. This way, she can have a son to carry the family name of her dead husband and to inherit the family property here in the hometown. You are all witnesses today. He thinks about the future. Right? He didn't just say, hey, I'm getting Naomi. In the it girl, Ruth, he just he just not gonna come and say, Hey, um, I want you to be my girlfriend. Or hey, one one day I want you to be my wife. He come and say, Hey, I wanna date you and I eventually want this to be turned into something where we can be in a relationship and you're my girlfriend. And then after you're my girlfriend, I would love to make you my wife. I wanna spend the rest of my life with you, I wanna have kids with you. I want, a, I want a big house on the hill with a white picket fence. He, he has a vision, right? We can't, we can't let somebody lead us and they don't know where they're going. Where, where we going? You saying you want me to be your girlfriend, but then what? What's after that? He has a vision. He thinks about the future, right? Boaz came straight in and just said, she going to be my wife so she can have my son. So she can get her family property. It's like, what? He thought about this. He was a man that 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 think, right? And that was, and this your bonus one. This your bonus. So that that he thinks about the future was the last one, but I'm gonna give you a little bonus here, right? Because I feel like you know you need to kind of write this down and please write this down. Because this is good. This is good word right here. This is good Bible. The bonus one is he's a man of business and he gets the job done. That's so important. That's so, so, so important because we need we need men or we want men that can get the job done. 
when Boaz came and he said, hey, I want to do this for you. I want to marry you, have a son, do all these types of stuff. He didn't come in just saying like, hey, that's all I'm going to do. And we never see no action behind it. I I want I want to be the next rapper. I want to be a rapper. But you're not but you're not in the studio every day and all night. I or I want to be in the NBA. I mean that's my thing. That's just what I want to do. You're four foot eleven, and you don't go to practice every day. Sorry. You know what I mean? Like this is this is good stuff. This is good stuff to have. This is good stuff to think about. Like when he handles business and gets the job done, he thinks about the future, and he's a man that know how to get his business done. Right. So that is the last point that I have for this particular um, for this particular episode. So I'm gonna go through it one more time. Right. His reputation precedes him. He's a nice man. He gives provision. He protects you. He already knows you because God is in the midst. He's he 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 knows you, sis. I promise he knows you. Okay. He prays for you. He feeds you. That man's supposed to buy you that 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 four for four just because he passed by. He know you like that. He's supposed to go get them chips that he know you like at the gas station when he pull over and they bring them back to the house. Like that's what he's supposed to do. But all in all, he's supposed to support you and anything that you need. And everything that you need, sick day, mental health check-in, whatever we need to do, he supports you, right? Right. So, he covers you without you even knowing. He makes you, he makes your work or your life feel easy. And then, he is proud of you. He shows you off. He does things in order. He's an honest man. He's a man of his word and he thinks about the future and he gets the job done, right? He gets the job done. This is so good, right? I know it's good. I know it's good. I know it's good. And now before you get out here saying, my man, my man, my man, you need to be like, my man, my man, my, wait, is this my man? Is this him? Please. Please let me know, okay? So, I thank you guys so much for listening. I thank you guys so much for listening. And my closing thoughts and prayers, I want you guys to think about this, right? And this is this is the more serious part of our episode, right? Because we be here with jokes and we get to talking and things like that. But to give you a little bit more context of what we got, what we have going on here, after he tells her that, he goes in and he talks about. Um, you know, the elders basically congratulate him and bless his marriage and understand that the power between the union of Boaz and Ruth, and then it gets down to the part where they have a son, just like he said he was. He said we're going to have a son, and they have a son. And when they have a son, Naomi is so happy inside because she's, it's like she gets to start all over again, right? Because we remember in the beginning, her two sons and her husband had passed away. So now she's able, first of all, she had a daughter-in-law that was better to her than seven sons. It says right here in the scripture. If somebody can find that and tell me what scripture that is, I'm looking at it so I know. But if somebody can find that and comment that, please do. Please, let's, let's, let's talk about it, right? Naomi, Naomi had Ruth, and Ruth was better to her than seven sons, and then Ruth was able to have a son, which made it, Fortunate, which made Naomi a grandma, 
in a sense, you know, but gave her the chance to start all over again, right? To where she came in and said, hey, y'all call me something else. She comes in saying, oh my God, I feel so good about this. I feel so, 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 so good about this, right? And so it goes in to say, you know, um, verse 15, verse 15 in chapter four says, Ruth was able to, Ruth was better to her than seven sons. And because Ruth was better to her than seven sons, and she was able to have an actual son, this gave Naomi the chance to be a grandma, but to start over from scratch, right? To where she come in and say, hey, y'all call me bitter. Like, don't call me nothing else. To where in the end, she becomes happy because Naomi, because, I'm sorry, because Ruth was so good to her, and then she was able to have a grandchild that she could just start over with and love on and be a good, 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 good grandmother to, right? So Naomi, you know, took the baby and hugged him to her breast and she cared for him as if he was her own, right? And then the closing remarks, and again, this is the more serious part of the podcast, that Naomi, even though she lost her husband and her children was mad at the Lord, and one of the, the, the Bible addressed her as bitter, but they never, she told them in the Bible to address her as bitter, but they never addressed her as Myra. That's what she said. They never addressed her as Myra in the Bible. So let's let's be let's be mindful of that pagan. I think that's so powerful because Ruth was better to her than seven sons, and, the, and and her son was able to make her happy again, right? Naomi was healed, right? Boaz he already was wealthy and influential man, but because of his works and being able to find his wife, because he who finds a wife finds a good thing. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and has favor from the Lord and receives favor from the Lord. He was able to have more land and he was able to have a legacy and he was able to have a family now that he was able to meet Ruth and they was able to come together. Boaz was elevated in this situation, right? And then Ruth, because she worked and did the things the right way, because, and it might have been hard for her, this might have been a foreign land for her, she might have lost her husband when she first got there and trying to support somebody else who wasn't who also lost their husband. Ruth was restored because she found a husband. She had a kid. She was able to do all these things. So Naomi was healed. Boaz was elevated. And Ruth was restored. And this is the I Am Her podcast. Love y'all.